Nurse.com is proud to be a sponsor of the Ask Nurse Alice podcast. As the premier destination for nursing knowledge and resources, Nurse.com supports your passion for healthcare with an unrivaled collection of tools, articles, and courses tailored for the nursing community. Get your daily dose of things you need to know for your nursing journey. Discover the world of nursing like never before with Nurse.com. Empower your practice, advance your career, and enrich your knowledge. Nurse.com. It's your nurse life all in one place. You're listening to Ask Nurse Alice, presented by Nurse.org, where Alice Benjamin combines no-nonsense advice with thought-provoking interviews. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Ask Nurse Alice podcast, the show where we talk about anything and everything nursing and healthcare related. I'm your host, Alice Benjamin, clinical nurse specialist, family nurse practitioner, and chief nursing officer here at Nurse.org. Now, I worked last night, the last couple nights, and I was jamming in the ER, moving and grooving, pushing and pulling, rocking and rolling. And I have to tell you that I never really had a shift where I was completely, completely comfortable with what I was wearing or when I was moving because there always seemed something like like either my bra strap is falling off or like my, my undies are like riding up or like my sock is slipping. And I have to say, and maybe I didn't make the best selection of what I wore those days, but Comfort is so key when it comes to movement because I cannot be in the middle of the code trying to do chest compressions and my bra strap is just like sliding and I'm doing this thing. It's just going to impact my quality of CPR. It shouldn't, but I want to be comfortable when I'm doing these things because I want to do my best. I want to take care of patients. So I'm curious, what's underneath your scrubs? Well, I have a special guest who's going to help us talk about that today. I want you to please welcome to the show, Virginia Lynn Peterson. She is the founder and owner of a company called Swoop based in Anchorage, Alaska, nurses who make undergarments for nurses. So listen, so Swoop makes bras and underwears for medical care workers and the active busy woman. Guys, that's me. And that's you too, I'm pretty sure. And I know we got fellas in nursing. I love y'all to death, but maybe the same for you. I don't know. I don't know. It could be. And it's okay. This is for everybody who wants to wear them. But what we're going to be talking about is, you know, how can we be most comfortable and supportive of our bodies while we are taking care of other people and just living everyday life. So please welcome to the show, Virginia Lynn. Hi, Virginia. Hi, Alice. It's so nice to be here today. I'm so glad to have you. Okay, so I know that you are this entrepreneur who's launched this amazing business to help us uh, with our undergarment situations, but you're you're still a, you're a nurse. You've been practicing yeah. for a long period of time. So before we get into your entrepreneurship, if you could tell us a little bit, because I love our asking guests this, why nursing? And then tell us a little bit more about your journey. Wow. Why nursing? That's always such like a the big question, right? So my path, I started in the NICU and then went to a pediatric ER and then to an adult ER. And now I'm kind of half in between a ER and doing heart cardiovascular observation. And, you know, honestly, it's this you know, just our nature to help people. And, you know, I won't lie, the schedule is amazing. And I just like love what I do. There's so many options in nursing and that opportunity to learn just never stops. So, you know, I'll bounce from one unit to another unit, or there's just not a shift that goes by where I don't learn something. And I just think that that is incredible. And I'm sure there's a lot of other careers out there where you can have that same experience. But man, I just feel like I nailed it for me. You know, you've been practicing nursing for several years now. Again, you already told us your specialties. Then you 
pivoted. I mean, like I could see the amazing garments that are even behind you, like great promotion. Yeah. Love it. But like, I'm just curious when you go to work, you want to feel comfortable because you listen, let's be honest. Some of us don't even want to really be at work all the time because we work us. They work us hard. And but while we're there to do our best, we have to feel our best. And part of feeling our best is what we're wearing. Now, I know some stuff can look really cute on the outside. And listen, we all have some our our favorite scrubs to wear, minor fabletics, um, but it's the undergarments. I love a good Victoria's Secret, but Victoria's Secret maybe not need come with me to work. I don't yeah. I don't think so, because she wasn't acting right the last couple of days. So <laughs> she wasn't. <laughs> she was cutting up. She was cutting up. She didn't get left at home. So Virginia, tell me what, you know, your what prompted you or inspired you to launch your business? I mean, yeah. was it a bad night like myself? I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Well, Alice, I think you just you nailed it on the head when you started this whole entire interview. I mean, how many times have we done compressions? And then all of a sudden you're thinking it's just like, whoa, like this is, you know, I'm trying to save this person's life. And like my ball strap is, you know, falling off or my boobs are bouncing around. And you're just like, hey, like this is not a time for me to be distracted. So where it came from for me was I just had a really hard time when um, I feel very fortunate now I'm working part time. So I'm only two shifts a week. But when I would work full time and I would bunch all my days together, I would literally lay out all of my scrubs in a pile. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I just have to like wake up in the morning and put them on. And I noticed more often that when I was putting my undergarments on top of my scrubs to wear every day, I just didn't have many that I loved. Like I would pull out the bra and I'd be like, well, this would get me through my shift, but it's not really my favorite, but I would wear it anyway. And my complaint went like this. One, 12 hours is just a really long time to be in undergarments. And, you know, second, like you said, like we need to feel comfortable and we also need to feel good about ourselves while we're at work. I felt like bralettes for me were not supportive enough, meaning that they kind of just hurt my back and my shoulders by the end of the shift. I didn't feel like my breasts were getting the support that they needed. And then I felt like my sports bras were just way too tight. So at the end of a 12 hour shift, I almost like felt a little bit hypoxic. So I just kind of, I know, right? I'm like, oh, I think like I need to check myself into the ER right now. So, uh, you know, I've been a little bit crafty throughout my life. And I'm like, I think I'm going to just make a bra. And I did it and I wore it. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is like the perfect work bra. Made one, you know, made a couple for me, started wearing them, made a couple more, gave them to fr some friends. And then our first year it was word of mouth. They just kind of spread. And then I had repeat friends coming back to me and just telling me, oh my gosh, like I love wearing this bra to work. Do you think you can make me another one? And so just it quickly turned into this growing business. And now we're in um, three and a half years. Um, I have five employees that help me. Most of our garments are made here in Alaska, which I think is incredible. And yeah, we just kind of keep doing our thing and started with the bras. As I just told you, we moved into underwear. And now we've kind of added some other, I love that word opre, whether it's like, operate run or operate work or operate whatever it is that you choose to do with yourself during the day, but come home and just feel really comfy. So we're doing pants and shorts and tunics as well. I love it. I love it. And it's funny when you were talking about sports bras, because I've tried sports bras at work too, because I'm like, okay. And listen, I'm, I'm, I'm part of the itty bitty committee, but still, I still got, I need support. But, yeah. and, but when I put, when I would wear the sports bra, like after a long shift, I'd come off and I'd feel like, those Pillsbury uh, dough biscuits where like you unravel the can and they're like, it's, oh, I love it. 
that's how I that's how I feel after wearing a sports bra to work because I don't think yep. a sports bra is meant for. And we say twelve hours, but listen, we know with your we know work you're over because you had to finish your charting or some got a late admission or something like yeah. that. Okay, they trick us. They say twelve hour shifts, but it's really twelve and a half because you have your. It is. Yes. Um, let's go ahead and throw on an hour commute, maybe even yep. an hour and a half for some of us. So what's that? Twelve and a half, thirteen, fourteen hours in a bra. That's more than half the day. You got to. It really is. You got to be besties with your undergarments because they can make or break your day. They can shift your attitude, your mood. I don't want to be funky with patients because I'm like my bra is not fitting me properly. And I shouldn't say that. And I shouldn't affect my mood, but I'm going to be holding all that in a ho- that 14 hours. So it's absolutely. Very- absolutely. And that was, you know, one of the things that we did, a couple of things, we just kept them simple. Like we put the rings and sliders in the front. So if you do need to adjust it on your shift, you know, it's like super easy to do that. You know, the other thing we did too, was we lined it with a material called Modal, which is just super soft against your skin. So you kind of feel cozy. But the biggest thing is, is that we decided not to do solid colors. So all of our bras have some sort of pattern that um, I just love it when I see women like shifting through, like looking through our bras and seeing like a unicorn, for example. And they're like, yes, I just love the unicorn. Right. So then you can wear it under your scrubs. And then when you're having that bad day, you're just like, no, I got this. I got my unicorn bra and I'm ready to go. I love it. And I love that you put them in the front because I'm so tired of like, yeah, I'm going to go in the bathroom, untie it, flip the yep. bra around. Like, oh, my gosh. And then I put it on like, OK, too tight. Like, like, <laughs> like it's too tight. It's too loose. Oh, OK, it was right in the middle. I don't get time for that. Let me just slide that bad boy up. Right. Whoop, there you go. I love it. Uh, OK, well, that's good. And you talked about what your bras are made of. I don't know that people really ask that question and we should be asking that yeah because it's important to know for those who are listening obviously i can't hear your answer but just ask yourself do you know what your bra is made of hopefully you're wearing a swoop bra but if you're not what is your bra made of yeah okay and i said this a little earlier sometimes we like to feel good so we think you know and listen no shade to victoria's secret i've been a customer for a long time but we put these things on and i think it's more for us the visual but listen how comfortable really is lace and underwear and all the other stuff and all that extra padding? I mean, listen, there's a time and a place for everything. Yeah, so maybe there is exactly that, but probably not at work because your patient don't right. give two hints about you got the latest um, black sheer lacy Victoria's Secret bras with the diamonds on the side. I don't know. I don't know what you're wearing, <laughs> but that's probably not going to probably not going to be what you want to wear during a hectic busy, laborful day at work. It's really not. Absolutely. Okay. So I have a question. So yeah, just curious, where did that name come from? Oh, I just love our name. So we actually started as always be swooping and we shortened it to swoop because it was just easier for people. But I have just loved the saying for so long, maybe half my life, always be swooping. And I like to kind of think about flapping your arms a little bit. And you're just always doing like always doing something, not sitting still, always challenging yourself, always doing new things. So you're always being swooping. So um, I just love love that idea. And it's kind of been like a personal uh, motto for me. So uh, it's been nice to kind of carry the brand and have that name stick with it. I love it. I was actually thinking something different, but I was thinking like, okay, there's like these swooper. I don't know. Yeah, there is there is that too. <laughs> Some people are swooping. Yeah. 
So some slip more than others, but that's okay. We love all different sizes and shapes. And the point is we want to keep you comfortable and supported. And listen, you can find the print that best describes your character. Like you mentioned, you have unicorns. Like there are different types of patterns and things like that. So you can exert that personality. Like I like personality in my socks. I love it now that you can Mm -hmm. actually get that same personality in your bra. I love it. Yep. Okay. So you mentioned, so we know bras and underwears. Okay. You mentioned some other things as well. Like you've expanded. Yep. We sure have. Okay. Yeah. Well, we, you know, we just kept getting, I, I try really hard to listen to feedback from the people who shop us in particular, like our repeat customers. Cause I just feel like, you know, they're the ones who are advocating for us and love our product and are sharing our product. And we just started getting more and more requests for, you know, when I get home from work, like, you know, I just like, what do I put on? And like, oh, how cool would it be to have like a pair of pants that match my bra? And so we did kind of start getting into, like I said, uh, just kind of like the opera. So like when you get home from work, we have something comfy to put on. We started making what uh, we call tunics, which is just kind of like an oversized hoodie that kind of comes like right below your bum which is just a nice if you're gonna, um, you know, go grab something to eat or, you know, go get a drink with some work friends, you can throw that on over your scrubs and just feel warm and cozy and look cute and still do all of the things. I love it. Listen, we all need that good go to outfit after work, like come home, shower, eat, get in your tunic and whoop, yep, relax. Exactly. And you should relax, guys. I hope you're not sitting there thinking about work after you've left work because listen, there's nothing Oof. good about it. You're not there anymore. Okay. Yeah. You pass the baton on to the next person. That's the beauty of nursing. It's twenty four seven. You pass the baton. Let them deal with that heparin drip. Let them deal with the oh, you know, I might have forgotten such and such. Well, and obviously sometimes we yep. can't, we can't do everything right. But they pass the baton. They'll pick it up. They'll get that aspirin uh, to the patient. They'll get that iron, whatever that once a day medication that you're so worked up about. But you go home and you relax in your tunic. I love it. Okay. So. Virginia, so you've created these products for the working professional. And, you know, we're focused on nurses because obviously we're nurses. But these are products that can transcend all different types of uh, careers and specialties just for the moving person. I love that you were able to identify a problem. You use that ad pie, that that nursing process, guys, right? She's used the nursing process to identify a problem, create a solution, and as you go back and you assess, you've implemented, and you've even, like you said, added new products based on the customer's voice. Even though we learned AdPie in nursing, you've now transitioned that to the business side of things as a nurse entrepreneur. Correct. How scary. How scary was that when you decided to, you know what, I'm going to step out on the business side. What was that like yep. for you? Yeah, well, I just feel like every day is kind of scary, honestly, because, you know, my background's in nursing, my background's in healthcare, you know, I mean, it's like I can do IVs all day long, but the thought that I am trying to get my product into more stores, for example, like, how do I do that? Like, if I do want to get my my product into Target, what are the steps that even get me there? You know, that's just one avenue, like not to talk about like the marketing and the emails and all of those things. You know, I've had to really put myself out there way more than I ever imagined that I would. And I have loved every second of it. I think that's been one of the big surprises for me. And one of the things I think, you know, I just really like to share with others is follow your passions and, you know, try to do that, that saying, try to do something that scares you every single day. And for me, this is that. 
But life is just too short to, you know, not be trying to pursue these things. And fear shouldn't be one of the things that holds you back. So, yeah, it's been super scary making that step outside of the nursing world. And it's just been hard, um, you know, trying to balance life and trying to still be a nurse and then trying to grow this brand. And now I have five employees. So managing the employees, it's just a lot going on. But yeah. I don't know. I just try to regularly do like check-ins with myself. I try to do my morning meditations. I try to, you know, still see the the fun of being in the ER and why does the kid stick the ball up his nose? You know, it's, you know, or eat the quarter because he thinks his belly's a piggy bank. Like, you know, it's just so much humor and fun and trying to carry that in everyday life and within the business and all of those things. So it's just been, it's been a real treat. That's amazing to hear. It is like a whole new world when you venture and become your own brand. So many times it like, really is. Yeah, when we work at hospitals, we don't necessarily always think about this, but the hospital you work at is a brand. So you get yep. meshed and absorbed into their brand. That's why they're so stickler on what you do, what you say, what you post, what you don't post in yep. their, you know, facility or even with your even at home with your badge on, like because that's their brand. But now you've created your own brand. You've stepped out on your own. But I'll say this, because I've talked to a lot of uh, uh quite a few nurse entrepreneurs and they they do this thing where it's like I'm still working as a nurse and then I'm doing this also and they're juggling both yep. lives yep. how is that Virginia how do you yes what's like what's, <laughs> like it looks like a regular work week for you I'm just I mean because I'm imagining that because entrepreneur they have like 24 7 life well it's 24 7 that's not yep. accounted for then you add on these shifts like how are you how are you how are you doing blink twice if you're not okay, like, <laughs> I'm just blinking like crazy. No, you know what? I will tell you this. And, uh, you know, again, I think, you know, we can go to entrepreneur anonymous or something and we can have these conversations. But um, year two for me was really hard. Year two, I really dedicated all of my time. I was either at work or I was working on the business and there was no time for me. And I got to the end of year two and, you know, me talking to myself, it's like, Virginia, like, this is not sustainable. Like, you have got to figure out the balance, you know, and then it's hard sometimes, too, when a lot of times I don't know or don't feel like I know what I'm doing. It's like, what is the most important thing to delegate? So I think starting into year three, I've just really tried really hard with my calendar in particular to literally schedule time off. So this afternoon, for example, from noon to three o'clock, that is me time. And I'm going to go exercise. I'm meeting a friend for lunch. And then I'll probably have another half an hour to, I don't know, go shop or, you know, do something fun for myself. So I think you just have to be a little bit more strict with yourself and be a little bit lenient on yourself as well to um, try not to give yourself a hard time and to fall into that where you're not meeting your personal needs. Guys, take home message, make time for yourself. You cannot pour from an empty cup. Okay. You cannot. And you know, but as nurses, I don't know why we're like this, but we're like this. We like, we do so much. Like we go above and beyond. Like we will skip our bathroom breaks. We will not eat lunch. We like, you know, work so hard. Like I I didn't get a break today. Why didn't you get a break today? Like, yep. Really? Like really? Because I've had to think about that. Because I had someone ask me like, why didn't you take a break? I'm like, because I was so busy. It's the hospital. It's always going to be busy. Uh, <laughs> when are, when did you think it wasn't going to be busy? That's why you get right. a buddy to watch your patients. And there's this right. other thing that phenomenon, like, then we don't really trust our buddy. Like, Mm-mm. who am I working with? No, I'm just going to do it myself. I'm No, 
you no. can't. Yeah. Unless you want to eventually be the patient in the bed. Yeah. We have to learn how to, like you mentioned, delegate. You said you had to, yep. you were struggling with delegating. Why do you think you struggled with delegating? Because of the ER ICU nurse in you? What is it? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I think like you're like, gosh, you're just like speaking my language there, right? Like, you, you know, it's this feeling like this is my patient and I don't want anybody else to touch touch this patient, right? Because like, I just want to be in control all the time. And it's hard to like, let that go. But that's just it. It's just, man, life gets so much easier when you ask for help. And I don't know, even outside of the nursing world, I see it all the time. Why is it so hard for us to ask for help sometimes? And I think that that is something I really have learned through this business is, um, you know, I try to surround myself by people who really support me. And it makes it really easy to be like, hey, you know, I'm taking this afternoon off. Like, I need you to do the social media post for today, right? Like, I don't have to be in control of that all of the time. I can delegate that. And same at work, you know, like, yeah, I totally agree. I look at my coworkers and nobody's ever taken a break. It's like, come on, guys, <laughs> like, I'll watch your patients. Go on a break. <laughs> you you raise a good point. Like, why don't we ask for help, guys? And listen, I know the pandemic came and even before the pandemic, we were working really hard. We were stressed out, fatigued, lot, didn't have as much resources as we needed. I get it. And the pandemic just put that on 1000. But when we don't ask for help, we fatigue ourselves because yeah. we've not asked for help. Now, if you have the ability to someone there who will cover for you, like, why not? We have to, our ego, your ego is not your amigo. Okay. Don't sit there and think like, um, they're going to think, I don't know what I'm doing, or this is my patient. This is not your patient. Okay. Yeah. It's not even your family relative or your friend. It's your patient. Exactly. This person going to come and go and just at the next ship is going to forget your name. Won't even know your name. Especially. <laughs> so it's not your patient. Stop feeling like this is property. Yeah. And that like, I get it. You're, you're proud of the work you do. You want to, you know, commit yourself and do great work. But how about we commit to ourselves first? Because you can't yep. take care of someone else if you don't take care of ourselves. And I also think, and this is probably why, and I'm just going to, I'm going to say women in general, because nursing is predominantly a woman's profession. Although we have some really great men out there. I love, love my male nurses. But maybe that's some of why we've not excelled as much as we could have in some of these, you know, on these boards, in the business, in the business room, in the boardroom, because we don't ask for help. These people, they work, they work smarter, not harder. They will delegate. Yeah. I've heard, and yeah. some of you guys may know who P. Diddy is, Sean Puppy Combs, but he has said that he doesn't work. He hires people to do his work and he just oversees everyone. He said the the best boss doesn't have to work because they've delegated right. and they've hired the most qualified people to do the job so he can take time off to spend with his family, go on trips, enjoy the fruits of his labor. Now, I know we may not all be thinking like that. And I'm not saying my message is not to work, right? My message isn't that. But like, Virginia, you've hired, I'm sure you've hired some very qualified and dedicated people, right? Yep. This allows Virginia the time to do the things that she needs to do for herself. Like she yep. said, someone else is going to post, someone else is going to do this. And there's nothing wrong with that. Right. So what I'm really trying to say is you don't have to do everything yourself. If Virginia was the sole cre creator, manufacturer, advertiser, everything for her company, Virginia would look very old and gray right now. And she yeah. she doesn't. She looks beautiful. She's amazing. <laughs> She's swooping. She's swooping. Oh, y'all. So take home message. Yeah. Swoop. Swoop. Yeah. Take care of yourself. Okay. Now, Virginia, before we let you go, any, I mean, there's lots going on in the nursing world today. Any advice 
or take home message that you'd want to share with some folks who are listening. And, you know, we have aspiring students, nursing students, new grads, people who've been nurses for a while, people who are pivoting, people who want to leave the bedside, people who want to be entrepreneurs like you. I asked you a very loaded question, but anyway. Yeah, uh, it's okay. I got a good answer. <laughs> I love it. So what advice do you have nurse for nurses out there today? I really come back to, I think you got to follow your dreams. And nursing for me has been one of the very best career choices I have ever made in my life. And we won't even go down my path of all the careers that I've had before I actually landed in nursing. But oh my gosh, the amount of things that you can do with it, but chase your dreams. Whether it's outside of nursing, in nursing, you identify a problem in nursing, and then you want to take that a step further. Like you, Alice, for example, doing these podcasts and all the amount of information, like you have these same scary steps that I've had and you trying to manage all of your life. I'm sure like I could interview you and you might have some of the same exact answers as me, but you got to chase your dreams because again, like life is just too short to not to not do something that scares you every single day. I couldn't agree any more than that. You guys, you have to totally follow your dream. I know that you're you're aspiring to be a nurse or you're a nurse, but and we love that you're a nurse, but what nursing looks like today might be different tomorrow. You're still going to be a nurse. So follow your passion when you identify a problem, go ahead and fix it. Even if it's away from the bedside, do not be so tied up in the traditional uh, view of nursing that you postpone a dream because you think people are going to think you're not enough of a nurse. Like, right. I, I hear that. I hear some people say that, like they, they think of, or they, they've said that, oh, they're not a nurse. No, I am a nurse. I'm just expanding the horizons. I'm solving problems and, and taking care of people in a different way. And you are. So I think that's something, again, your ego is not your amigo, guys. You got to let that stuff go. But yeah. Virginia, this has been a, a great conversation with you as always, right? I love what you're doing. Listen, she's one of, like, we connect on so many levels because of ERIC, you guys. You guys, the, if you know, you know. Okay. But, um, and then the fact that she's helping us to take care of ourselves. See, she's, we're all, we're patients too, guys. You, I hope you guys know that. Like, I don't know why sometimes we're like, oh, we're nurses, they're patients, but we all have the potential to be a patient too. We have health needs too. And so Virginia is being our nurse by helping to solve a problem that many of us experience. So thank you for that. Thank you for your great work. And thank you so much for sharing your story. Now, before I let you go, though, you got to tell us where can we go to learn more about your business, buy your products, and follow you on social. Absolutely. So um, come check us out. We are wearswoop.com, W-E-A-R-S-W-O-O-P.com. And if you use code NURSEALICE, promo code at checkout, we'll give you 10% off. So come on over wearswoop.com and check out what it is that we do and learn more about us and we love your feedback and would love to get you in a swoop brawl. Love it, guys. You better go go swoop on the swooping, okay? Get swooped <laughs> up. Get swooped up, guys. Um, well, thanks so much, Virginia. Love chatting with you. And also shout out to nurse.org for um, you know facilitating this podcast. I love it. Uh, make sure to visit nurse.org. Tons of great information. Everything from which nursing school to select, um, student loans, you know, how to tools and tips to get you through nursing school, NCLEX tips, professional career tips, when to pivot, when not to pivot, um, how to become an entrepreneur, all of these things. And, you know, they highlight so many great nursing stories. Uh, we talk about the, some of the other stuff that's going on there, just so we're aware because nurses are human too. And sometimes stuff happens. I'm not going to hype that part up. But anyways, you can go to the website and see all these great articles on so many different things. 
So, and also follow them on social. And then I'm Nurse Alice. I love chatting with you guys as always. Follow me on social as well at Ask Nurse Alice. And if you have a question or comment, you can email me at nursealice at nurse.org. Also, let, let me know your feedback. Would love to know what you think about this episode, other episodes. And if you, hey, you ha- want to be a guest, you have a great idea, I'd love to hear that too. So you can email me or also you can text me or send a voicemail to 725-910-9676. Would love to hear from you. But also share this podcast episode. Sharing is caring. Share with the classmate, coworker, to send it to the teacher down the street, the construction worker. I mean, like everybody can swoop, guys. Everybody can swoop, okay? Swoop, swooping is equal opportunities. So make sure to get your swoop on. So again, thanks so much for listening and tuning in, guys. Love chatting with you as always. But until next time, make good choices, be kind to one another, and live well, my friends. Thanks for listening to Ask Nurse Alice. Visit nurse.org for nursing career, education, and community resources. 